Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I'm going to do my review of AEW's Dynamite. Starting off the evening, we're going to our first match of the night. It is Dante Martin versus Malachi Black. Uh, number one, this was a really good matchup. Great opening matchup for uh, Dynamite last night. It was a back-and-forth matchup between both Dante Martin and Malachi Black. Uh, Dante hits a devastating reverse Hurricane Rana on Malachi Black. Dante then hits a springboard senton on Malachi Black. Malachi Black then gets up, hits a Meteora off the top rope on Dante Martin. Dante Martin then gets up, hits a Super Hurricane Rana off the top rope on Malachi Black. Malachi Black then hits his signature Black Mask on Dante Martin, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Malachi Black. A couple things I'll take away from this match is, number one, Malachi Black. Um, obviously, he's a big fan favorite right now on the AW roster. The fans seem to gravitate towards him, and to me, honestly, it looks like he's almost a babyface at this point. Um, the other thing I'll take away from Malachi Black is, you know, since he's been with AEW, man, he's been on one hell of a tear since he's been working with AEW. I mean, he's undefeated, um, and he's had a lot of, you know, to me, a lot of good matches. I mean, obviously, the storyline still is going on, in my honest opinion, between him and Cody Rhodes. Supposed to have a third matchup here relatively soon. I believe it's next week. Um, and then, you know, the whole Nightmare Family thing, that storyline's been absolutely fantastic, almost to a point where I believe that Cody Rhodes will eventually – most likely turn heel. Um, Dante Martin. And this, to me, Dante Martin is one of those talents that, you know, obviously is a younger, you know, a younger talent. Um, now it seems like he's working with Leo Rush, which, again, Leo Rush to me is underrated, um, which I think is going to be a good pairing with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. And Dante Martin, I mean, the moveset that he has and the, you know, how acrobatic he is in the ring, man, this guy is still relatively young in the business and he has still a lot of time left to build his craft into being one hell of a professional wrestler years down the line. I mean, he's definitely one of those future talents for AEW that's going to be, you know, a force to be reckoned with within the AEW roster if he already hasn't been. I mean, the match you have with Kenny Omega, fantastic matchup, you know, matchup. Um, and there's a lot of potential for Dante Martin, man. The ceiling is very, very high for Dante Martin, man. And he did, you know, one hell of a job in this match last night. So much so that Malachi, you know, Malachi Black kind of, you know, gave praise to uh, Dante Martin after the match, you know, kind of giving them, you know, a head nod, kind of telling Dante Martin that, you know, this guy has it. You know, he's a very talented guy, um, and he's a force to be reckoned with in the future for uh, the AEW roster. So definitely looking forward to what's going to happen next with Dante Martin, obviously him working with Leo Rush, and then, of course, Malachi Black. What's next for Malachi Black? Obviously, there's going to be another match between him and Cody Rhodes, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. But hats off to Malachi Black. For getting a win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we have an inner circle segment. It's pretty much the inner circle reuniting, you know, after not saying that they all, you know, they split up, you know, but they're all doing their own things. You obviously have Santana Ortiz at the time going up against FTR, which again, two of the best tag teams in the world. Um, obviously, Sammy Guevara has been doing his own thing, winning the TNT championship against Miro. Um, so it's, it's great to see them reunited. Um, but American Top Team, you know, pretty much interrupted their whole segment. Uh, Dan Lambert was out there with the American Top Team. Jericho pretty much mocks American Top Team. He also disses Paige Van Zant, um, which was hilarious. Uh, and it looks like Jericho wants to have a uh, five-on-five tag team between the Inner Circle versus the American Top Team, which, again, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm against it, but, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Um, American Top Team also, you know, as of late, I just I don't understand where they're going with this. I, I felt like after they had the match recently that I was going to be over. 
Um, because in my honest opinion, man, the whole American Top Team Dan Lambert thing just does not work for me personally in AEW. It just doesn't. And honestly, I remember Dan Lambert specifically doing the same same thing for Impact Wrestling. When he brought in King Mo, and obviously Bobby Lashley was a big-time star for Impact Wrestling. You know, They brought in Colby Covington as well to have a match with Impact Wrestlers and stuff. It's literally the same thing, and it didn't really work out too much then. And it, it, to me, it's not working out now. You know, yes, you have Junior Dos Santos, you know, having a match, you know, obviously a former UFC heavyweight champion, uh, phenomenal fighter. Then you had Andre Arlovsky there at one point. Now you have Paige Van Zant. Now you have, um, you know, Jorge Masvidal, which, I mean, it's fine. Man. It gets exposure to AEW. But to me, I'm just, let's keep MMA where MMA is and let's keep the professional wrestling where it is. Some people, you know, might be like, oh, this is the, one of the best things ever. It's, it's not, man. It, it's just, to me, it's, it's not organic. And it, I said the same thing about Scorpio Sky. You know, you have Scorpio Sky teaming up with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian with SCU. And it was a babyface tag team. It was. And, and then now you have Scorpio Sky being a heel with Ethan Page, where with Ethan Page, it does work because he comes off as a heel. It's organic. Scorpio Sky, I feel like he's really trying to be a heel and it's just not there. I don't think people are really invested into what he's doing right now for AEW. Yes, they are a tag team. Yes, they're a decent tag team at that. But him trying to be a heel, I just feel like he's forcing an you know initiative that's just not there. You know, it's almost like seeing, you know, Brian Danielson be a heel right now. It's just not going to happen, man. It's, it has to be organic. And that's one thing I try to pride myself on watching AEW is that a lot of the stuff that they're doing and Tony Khan's being in charge of, it is organic. You know, or it's time for that person to be a heel or that person to be a babyface. For example, MJF is a born and bred heel. That guy's always going to be a heel and people hate him. But he does one hell of a job being a heel. You know, he does a phenomenal job. There's people that have rushed the ring to attack MJF because of how much people cannot stand this guy. But he does a phenomenal job at what he does. And that's being one of the best heels in professional wrestling right now. And he does a great job doing so. The whole Dan Lambert, the American Top Team thing is just not needed. It's not organic. I don't know why they're there. It's just, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, Dan Lambert comes out. It's the same thing, like I said earlier, about him you know, working with Impact Wrestling. It's just not there. It's not. And it's not needed. It's really not. You know, and that's one thing that's always kind of, every time I've been watching Dynamite as of late, man, it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what, it's kind of cringe seeing him come out and giving the same old damn speech every single time, man. It's just not needed. But moving on from that, we go into our next schedule matchup of the night. It is the Lucha Bros versus a mystery mass tag team that Andrade supposedly knows for the AAA Tag Team Championships. I thought it was a good matchup. Um, at first, I didn't really understand why this you know mass tag team came in because nobody knew at first initially who the hell these people were. Um, even I mean, I think CM Punk had even mentioned on commentary that nobody even heard about this tag team ever. And that, you know, it's been, it was rumored that Dragon Lee um, was one of the uh, people in this rumored tag team to come over and challenge the Lucha Bros, which I thought would have been absolutely fantastic. Um, but it was a decent matchup. Come to find out the mass tag team was actually Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood from FTR. Um, FTR were keeping the pace of the match. Uh, Tully Blanchard ends up showing up in this match. Tully ends up uh, causing a distraction with the referee. Dax Harwood then hits uh, Ray Phoenix with the AAA Tag Team Championships. And then pins for the three, and your winners of the match and new AAA Tag Team Champions are FTR. 
after the match, though, you can see in the hallway, MJF is there to greet FTR on their big win to get the AAA Tag Team Championships. And then he also sees Andrade. Looks like Andrade was working with MJF because he handed MJF an envelope with money. Or vice versa. So where does this leave Andrade? Where does this leave MJF? Is Andrade trying to recruit people to join his team? Because at first, you know, he was trying to recruit Ray Phoenix and Penta L Zero. That didn't happen. So we'll see where that whole storyline goes, man. But I'm very intrigued on what Andrade is going to do next. But hats off to FTR for getting the win in this match and becoming the new AAA Tag Team Champions. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is John Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta. I thought it was an okay match. This was a relatively fast match, pretty much a squash match. Uh, John Moxley was keeping the pace with John Moxley, hitting his signature paradigm shift on Wheeler Yuta, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is John Moxley. After the match, though, you can see Wheeler Yuta being uh, taken care of from the ringside doctor. Orange Cassidy was there. It looks like Wheeler Yuta might possibly be out. I'm not sure about that, but he looks like he was definitely injured in this matchup. So, again, hats off to John Moxley for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the Dark Order versus the Super Click. I thought it was a good matchup. Uh, Super Quick, Super Click, quickly attacked the Dark Order. Dark Order then, um, we're keeping the pace of the match. Evil Uno then uh, uses the sock, I believe, of Nick Jackson, um, pretty much as Mr. Socko. He ends up attacking the Elite with that, but the Super Click end up hitting the finish on the Dark Order, pinning them for the three, and your winners of the match are the Super Click. Again, hats off to the Super Click for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match or next segment, I should say, of the night is MJF. MJF pretty much calls out Darby Allen, um, calls him out. Warlow then brings out a ref. He wants MJF wants to have an impromptu matchup. Obviously, Darby Allen is injured from the attack from the pinnacle, uh, but Sting ends up coming down to the ring. Sting ends up attacking Warlow with the bat, and then MJF pretty much runs off. So it looks like we might see a match between MJF and Darby Allen at possibly full gear, which I'm all for. So, again, great to see Sting come out, attack Wardlow, but this is only setting up the match between MJF and Darby Allen, hopefully at full gear in November. So, again, pretty cool to see Sting. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Kira Hogan versus Penelope Ford. I thought it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Hogan and Ford, with Ford keeping the pace of the match. Hogan then hits a superplex on Ford off the top rope. Ford then gets up, hits the finish on uh, Kira Hogan, and your winner of the match is Penelope Ford. After the match, though, Ruby Soho was here. Ruby Soho ends up attacking Penelope Ford. So, again, it's just setting up this whole TBS tournament. Obviously, it was announced that there is a TBS Women's Championship, uh, and there is a tournament to crown you know, the first inaugural uh First ever TNT, uh, TBS Women's Champion. So, again, looking forward uh, to that as well. Moving on from that, we have a Tony Sh- uh, Shabani interview with Adam Page. Page talks about him and the elite starting AEW and the vision that they had uh, with creating, you know, what we all know of now and enjoy, which is all elite wrestling. Uh, Page also talks about, you know, his family, you know, why he, you know, time he took off um, and one of the, you know, best moments of his career, you know, taking time off to obviously uh, be there to have his family. Um, Paige talks about uh, full gear, you know, obviously the match he's having with Kenny Omega due to the fact that he won the casino uh, ladder match. Um, Now he will challenge Kenny Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship at full gear, which definitely looking forward to that. 
Um, but it's great to see him back, man. It's great to see Paige back. It looks like he's definitely motivated. Um, and I'm all for it, man. This is a match that's been well overdue. The storyline between Kenny Omega and Adam Page will probably come to fruition at full gear. What I definitely think Adam Page will secure the win and become the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the main event of Dynamite. It is Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish. I thought it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Danielson and Bobby Fish, with Danielson keeping the pace of the match. But Danielson hits a uh, submission on Bobby Fish, and your winner of the match is Brian Danielson. Hats off to Brian Danielson for getting the win in this matchup. But after the match was over, uh, it was announced that AEW will have an AEW title eliminator tournament, which I'm definitely looking forward to. And those matches and those competitors are as a follow. It is going to be Dark Orders number 10 versus John Moxley, Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson, and Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. A couple of things I'll take away from this tournament. Number one, it's a big, it, it, to me, it's a big deal. Um, obviously, this is going to be whoever wins this tournament will challenge the winner between Adam Page and Kenny Omega, which, again, that match alone is going to be just insane. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to who's going to win this tournament. Now, to do a preview and prediction on this tournament, I mean, I definitely have John Moxley beating Dark Orders number 10. I think Orange Cassidy will secure the win over Powerhouse Hobbs. I think Brian Danielson will definitely beat Dustin Rhodes. And I think Eddie Kingston will get the surprise win over Lance Archer. Now, with that being said, I definitely think the winner of this title eliminator tournament will be Brian Danielson. I think it's Brian Danielson's, I mean, he has not a tough route ahead of him, but I think it's, it's his tournament to win. And I think he will challenge, obviously, the winner between Adam Page and Kenny Omega. But I think that's the money-making match right now. Um, I just don't think anybody else in that tournament will, you know, ultimately be the final winner of the tournament besides Brian Danielson right now. Um with him being an AEW, the fans are gravitated towards him. He's a very big name, just like CM Punk. Um, and I think it's time for, you know, I, again, if, if Brian Danielson does win, this could further continue the storyline between Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega could get the win over Adam Page, which will set up Omega versus Danielson too. But for this time, it would be the for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, which, again, I'm not against that either. But hopefully Adam Page will get the win over Omega. But I think Brian Danielson is the clear-cut winner to win this uh, AEW title, title Eliminator Tournament. So, again, looking forward to that, um, which I think the tournament's going to be absolutely insane. Um, a couple other things, too. Obviously, like I mentioned earlier, the uh, AEW did announce that they're, they have a new title, uh, the TBS Women's Championship, kind of similar to the TNT Championship uh, for the women, which I'm all for that. But, again, i stated this many times before, they need more women on that roster for AEW, hands down. Um but I'm definitely looking forward to that. Obviously, AEW Dynamite is moving over to TBS uh, January of next year. So I think that's going to be very exciting. Um, and the other thing, too, you know, not based upon AEW, is some of the stuff I want to do for uh, for this uh, podcast. You know, some upcoming stuff I have coming up down the line and stuff that I wanted to tell you guys of what was going on with this podcast and what we're going to be doing moving forward. So. As of late, if you guys have paid attention to this podcast, which, again, if you guys are, I mean, I'm very, very grateful for that. I'm very appreciative. Um, but as of late, I've always been calling older, you know, WCW stuff, older WWE stuff, uh, ECW as well, uh, which was all fun, man. I had a very good time watching all that old footage, man, and uh, stuff I grew up watching as a fan. 
um, which was all great stuff. <clears throat> with that being said, you know, obviously there is um, the YouTube channel, Stay Classic with Mr. Classic. I've been doing a lot of work over there as of late. That's maybe the reason why you guys probably haven't heard me on Spotify or any other platform that you've been hearing me on as far as the audio version of this podcast. Uh, it's because I've been doing a lot of work on YouTube. Um, I've been putting a lot of, you know, WCW stuff, um, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleManias. Uh, all those reviews are now up on the channel, which, again, is um, you go to YouTube, type in Stay Classic with Mr. Classic. There's a lot of old videos up there. Um, same thing I've been doing here on Anchor, but adding a little bit more stuff to the YouTube channel as well. Um, but as for now and probably for the foreseeable future, that's all going to come to a halt. And what I mean by that is, is I think we're going to change some stuff up here, man. I think I'm going to start with just doing AEW stuff uh, pretty much full time, meaning uh, AEW uh, Elevation, AEW Dark, uh, AEW's Dynamite, and AEW's Rampage. I want to do all reviews on that. And obviously, previewing predictions for upcoming AEW pay-per-views, like, for example, Full Gear. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring into the fold as far as this podcast is concerned, and I mentioned this a couple times in the past, is mixed martial arts. I'm a big fan of MMA. Um, I've watched MMA for a very long time, and I know a lot about the sport. I love the sport of MMA. And um, I have decided uh, for the foreseeable future, I'm going to start calling uh, MMA fights for Bellator MMA. Uh, I think it's going to be a great addition to this podcast. Uh, and it gives you guys a little bit of stuff different about stuff that, you know, Mr. Classic likes, like MMA and doing preview predictions for the uh, upcoming uh, Bellator MMA fights, giving my news notes and rumors on Bellator MMA as well as across the MMA world in whole. Um, and again, you know, obviously news notes and rumors for AEW. And again, I will touch base on AEW, uh, WWE news and stuff like that, man. But to me, you know, AEW is something I'm very interested in calling. Um, I think it's one of the best products out there right now as far as professional wrestling. It's new. It's exciting. It's fresh. And, uh, you know, I look forward to, you know, giving you guys my thoughts and, you know, my opinions on AEW moving forward and what I think they're going to do, especially with, you know, free agents. Obviously, the, one of the biggest free agents out there right now is Bray Wyatt. Will he show up for AEW or will he show up possibly for Impact Wrestling? I mean, right now, man, it's up in the air. Who knows at this point? But. I think that's what we're going to be start, you know, doing here for the foreseeable future for the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast is talk about everything and pretty much all and everything of AEW, uh, like I mentioned earlier, and uh, Bellator MMA. I think I want to add Bellator MMA to the fold with this podcast to give you guys my take on the whole MMA world and MMA scene and especially what Bellator MMA is doing um, and everything else like that. So I think that's what we're going to be doing here on this podcast moving forward. So. Again, this is my review of AEW's Dynamite. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.